You're about to listen to Breakaways with Allison Williams. When ESPN and Disney forced Allison out for refusing to comply with their Vax mandate, the Daily Wire immediately brought Allison in. Now she's interviewing some of sports' biggest wild cards who dared to take on the establishment and put principle over politics. To watch the series in all of its audio and visual glory, go to dailywireplus.com, become a member today. Enjoy the show. Can we talk skincare real quick? I have bounced around with different skincare products for years. That's why I am so glad I discovered GenuCell Skincare. I started my journey with their under-eye puffiness cream. I then started using their serums and moisturizers. Honestly, GenuCell uses a proprietary base with clinical levels of botanical extracts, which come together to yield amazing results. GenuCell products are natural, cruelty-free, and made in the USA. Now, men, I know you have no idea what products your wife or girlfriend uses. Get her their most popular products package this holiday season. Plus, you can get this package right now for over 70% off with GenuCell's early Black Friday sale. Not only will you get two months worth of their bestsellers, but you'll also get their hyaluronic acid serum free with purchase. Take advantage of this amazing deal now by going to GenuCell.com slash Williams and use code Williams at checkout for an extra 10% off. That's GenuCell.com slash Williams, GenuCell.com slash Williams. Get the best job you ever had. Everything you always dreamed of. Great place, great people, but... It's a mess. What happened? Washington State University football coach Nick Rolovich has been fired. I'm not against vaccinations, and I wholeheartedly support those who choose to be vaccinated. The noncompliance with this requirement renders him ineligible to be employed at Washington State University. You saw this coming a mile away. The determination of Washington State football coach was unjust and unlawful. God was right. Trusting that feeling and that belief, I just think God will take care of me. Nick, thank you for agreeing to sit down with us. I know this is the first time you've spoken publicly since you were fired as the head football coach at Washington State because of your refusal to get the COVID-19 vaccine. I want to get into the impact this has had on you personally, the impact on your family, the impact on you financially, the team, of course, what your future looks like. But I want to start with a a simple question, and I know it's a complicated answer. But why did you not want to get the vaccine? Lack of answers, lack of dialogue, lack of uh, any type of discussion that did not go with the narrative. Like, well, we can't even talk about this. Mm -hmm. Born and raised Catholic, 13 years Catholic school. You know, and I was struggling all since they said you're going to have to take the vaccine. And then... You know, when the priest broke it down to me and said, because he wanted to know why, and I said, this is just how I'm feeling. I'm just, and he says, well, that's your conscience talking to you. And the Catholic Church recognizes your conscience. And I said, that, that was it. That was what was speaking to me the whole time. It was real hard. Because I was unvaccinated, couldn't meet with the guys. You know, I'm stuck in my office all day. It was really unhealthy for me. But... I have no regrets on my decision. Not one person has come up to me in a negative way in public. Mm-hmm. And everyone who talks to me in public is supportive of my choice. 
the online world, I'm like a criminal. What's different for us than any other scandal, what others happen with other people, is this really struck at people's primal fear of death, which pushed so much of the emotions over the top. Mm -hmm. And logic and critical thinking were just, the fear was so great. And it's, it was almost surreal. Yeah. It was really what it was. It's hard, you know, you get the best job you ever had. Great place, great people, house, everything you always dreamed of. And then are you going to, quote unquote, give all that up for your decision? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to do it so you can continue to get your money and just didn't make sense? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I get it. It's a lot of money. A lot of people called me, text me. I'll take 10 shots for that money. That's great, I won't. Mm -hmm. Not right now with what we know and how I feel. And it just, to me, sitting here seven months later, to me, God was right. Trusting that feeling and that belief really did end up helping me out. Kind of reprioritizing. Right. Yeah, that was my thing. I was like, I cannot put a paycheck over principle. That's I good. I just couldn't do it. That's tweetable. If I was <laughs> back on Twitter, that's Hashtag. good. Yeah. You can go with that one. Yeah. <laughs> When I return. The biggest story in the state right now is Washington State University football coach Nick Rolovich has been fired. Earlier today, Rolovich was informed that he'd been terminated. He left the campus right after that. I thought, as a football coach, right, you don't need to talk about politics, you don't need to talk about religion, you don't need to talk about medical. That was all kind of off limits. For our staff, I just said, either you're for it, you're against it, I don't care. And it just, it got real strange real fast. At what point did you realize these two decisions, being able to coach your team and not get the vaccine, are gonna come to a head? Well, see, originally there was a, there was just a click the box okay. in, in August, where everyone's gotta either put their vaccine stuff in, you're either getting a medical exemption or you click this box if you're getting a personal religious. They were linked together in the, in the box. Which the personal was, belief in the religious. Yeah, they were in the same okay. box. So, boom, now I'm just coaching this team. Then the numbers must have come into a point where too many people clicked that box. Mm -hmm. And then governor came out with taking away the personal exemption. We have not changed. The virus has changed. I felt like my job was threatened because I wasn't gonna get the vaccine. I'm like, well, I'm gonna get the religious exemption. One regret, I should have came out and said that publicly because I I was told, hey, let's just keep it on message. You're gonna follow the mandate, follow the mandate, follow the mandate. And then it makes me look like this guy who don't care about people or anything. Or that your beliefs were insincere. Yeah. The priest told me, he said, why don't you just tell him? And I said, well, they just want to keep a thing on message, that, you know, media department. And I'm like, I just want to coach this team and let this thing get over with and get the religious exemption and go. I wanted to know who is judging my religious exemption. I want to know who's playing God. What mortal, man or woman, is going to judge my relationship with God? A lot of conversations between you and athletic director Pat Chun regarding your concern mm -hmm. with receiving the vaccine. How were those received? There were some really ugly conversations that just went on. And one time I'm sitting in, in the meeting with, with Chun and Brian Blair, and, and he says, you got four options. 
resign, get the vax, get a medical exemption, get religious exemption. I'm not getting the shot. I'm not resigning. I'm not going to get a medical because I go get a fake card. Mm-hmm. Easy. I, but then I'd be lying. I'm, and I don't want to play that game where, yeah. you know, I, I pretend it and then, you know, six months down the road, you realize it's fake and then that's not going to be good. I'm going to do it religious. And they both said, we don't, we're not going to believe you. You know, the governor's not happy with you. I'm like... Well, you're the state's highest paid employee. But I didn't ask for that. All I said was yes. When they, they said three million, I said, sure. Let me go coach. And they used to get mad because I said, I would have came for a million. Easy. And that maybe riled them up a little bit, but it, it was new opportunity in a great place in a region that I wanted to explore with my family. But for Governor Inslee, who's instituting this mandate and trying to encourage people to be vaccinated, to have someone as high profile as you in the state, as the state's highest paid employee, that's not a good look for a governor. Well, sorry. Mm -hmm. I said I'll talk to them. They didn't want me talking to them. So the process for Washington State when it came to reviewing um, religious exemptions was to have a blind review process. And according to emails obtained by your lawyers, it's believed that the Human Resource Services with the university deemed your religious beliefs sincere. Correct. What changed um, between that determination and the final ruling? HR approves it. And then apparently it went back to our supervisor, which was Chung, and he wrote some letter back about my not believing in science and or all, all this other stuff, you know, because I get an email that says religious exemption denied, and I'm like, how do you even deny it? But then, you know, they 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 work their way through the process, so it's beneficial for them. Do you believe that Mr. Chun was determined to make sure that your religious exemption was not approved? I think he helped it, yeah, no doubt. The non-compliance with this requirement renders him ineligible to be employed at Washington State University and therefore can no longer fulfill the duties as a head coach of our football program effective immediately. I think when it really started going downhill was when we had a Zoom with the athletic department and Dr. Palmer. Hello, I'm Guy Palmer been studying infectious diseases for several decades. So he has a presentation for the athletic department. Right. Here's how the thing's set up, okay? Educational, Zoom, Dr. Palmer on the COVID vaccine, and there'll be opportunity for questions. And I'm like, cool, this is what we've been waiting for. Right. Let's talk about this stuff. And then it starts with this PowerPoint that is pulling from the New York Times from a study that Pfizer's involved with, and that's the information you're giving us. Um, then the questions are planted question, assistant AD, planted question, assistant AD, planted question, assistant AD, planted question, assistant AD. And it's like, okay, that's pretty obvious that you guys were told to ask these questions, which is fine. If that stirs conversation, I'm good. But then David Fox raises his hand and he was bringing up the thought, the rumor, the idea that there was not a lot of testing done on female reproductive systems and the spike protein. And he says, we have a lot of female student athletes of childbearing age in this athletic department. He doesn't even coach a woman's sport. He's just bringing this up to have a conversation about it. And it it just gets kind of giggled at. The AD gets pissed off, says something, swears, and ends the Zoom. Two weeks later, I get called in. He tells me I'm not renewing David Fox. And I'm going, 
Why are you not renewing David Fox? He's a good employee. Good employee. All the answer was, he's an at-will employee. I have chosen not to renew him. So I said, come on, tell me, what did you do? I already said to renew him. You know, I was happy with the job he did. He says that three or four times he's an at-will employee. And I call him an effing coward and walk out. And that's when it really started getting bad between me and Pat. It became clear to you that you weren't allowed to question this? Anything. Mm -hmm. Couldn't question anything. And it was like, that's why you got fired? Because you asked that question? So that's when you kind of started seeing this is getting a little bit screwy. Did you ever get the sense with Mr. Chun that he was under pressure from people oh, yeah. above him? Oh, yeah. As high up as? The governor. Vok is ticking for state workers to get a COVID vaccine. Today, we're actually learning some state workers previously given religious accommodations have had them suddenly revoked. We will be requiring our state workers to be vaccinated as a condition of further employment. It's kind of funny sitting here today and thinking about how we got to this point, right? Mm -hmm. And it's the day your house is getting listed, yeah. like going on the market. I mean, this was, this is the dream house, right? Like, and this was it. And now you've got to, you've got to let it go. So there's still reminders of kind of what you've had It was great for up. two years. It was great yeah. for two years for our family, but it was a great experience. Got to put the ceiling on with my dad and put the molding on with my son. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I still had a job. So mm -hmm. just try to take some of those positives out of it. You know, I'm 43. If I make 86, that's a bonus. I'm I'm halfway done with this thing and I don't have time for all the nonsense. Whether I, I got conservative values or liberal values shouldn't have any determination if I was a good football coach. Mm -hmm. Let's get our work done and get out of here. This shouldn't even be in the conversation. Can you lead a football team to wins and, and you know, shooting good young men into the world? Hey, that's a good throw. That's a good throw. And I don't know if I'll ever get that chance again. And if I don't, I don't. But it's hard to think about. I don't know what else I'm going to do. <laughs> I mean, football, in some capacity, has been your identity for... Right. Well, it's given me everything I have in my life. Your whole life. It's the reason why I met my, my wife. You know, it's the reason why I have what I have financially with my kids or, you know, everything. The truth doesn't see left or right to me. It's it, The truth is the truth, and that's just... I might be wrong, but I'm not lying. You know, this is what I feel, and this is what happened. Even sitting here, this is the first football field I've walked on since Stanford game. Sandwiched, the ball is out, and Washington State is going to win. And the Cougars will cap off chaos with a third straight win. What do you remember about that Stanford game and kind of coaching in that, knowing that this could potentially be your last game of the season and the team was playing so well? Do you remember there being some I thought we had won two in a row. We're playing good. You know, we're up and down with Stanford. We won a close game, real dramatic. Defense is playing well. Gatorade bath, you know, we're jumping around a lot. I'm like, okay, look, we just won three Pac-12 games in a row. Now you're in position to win the Pac-12. Yeah. So you have the high of the Stanford win. The following Monday, you're terminated. Mm -hmm. What do you remember about that day? Just emailing HR, calling the, you know, Brian Blair. You know, where where is this thing at? Oh, we don't know yet, we don't know yet. But they all knew. They all knew. And then I get a call. Okay, we're gonna have a meeting with Pat. I'm sitting in the meeting. They walk in, check your email. I'm like, what? So I check my phone. It says religious exemption denied. Here's your termination letter. Um, and it was very quick. 
and I was just sitting in there in disbelief. Had police officer there, you know, wouldn't let me go get my stuff from my office. Uh, wanted to put me in the police car to take me home with the media right there. And I said, I'm not getting in the police car to take me back to my house. I'm gonna go get in my truck. And we're supposed to have a team meeting. So I go, you know, can I go talk to the guys? No, you can't, you can't speak to them. Don't speak to the coaches. Um, so basically security walks me to my truck. I gotta get in my truck and go home. You never even got to address your team? No. We can't turn second and two and a third and 12. Tag tempo. Communicate. So where are you at as far as pursuing legal recourse against Washington State? Waiting for a right to sue letter from the EEOC. I mean, and we're talking $3.5 million on the line for you. Yeah, um, I think it's more than that. Is it more than that? It was $3 million a year. Mm -hmm. You know, and there was three years left on that thing. Well, and there is a financial um, strain put on you and your family. But what about all the people that lost and they were going check to check? Yep. And those people deserve some credit for, for having some conviction in their beliefs, too, more than me. You make $3 million for a couple of years, you're okay for a while, unless you're just throwing it around. But firefighters that I know, or police officers, or frontline doctors and, and nurses, it's like, those people, in, in my opinion of what they gave up, was, was more than mine. I just happen to have a higher profile job. How important was it for you to kind of stand up for those people as well? Because they don't have this platform like you do. They're not going to get the national attention that somebody in your position would taking this stand. Well, I think growing up as a firefighter's kid and, and knowing firefighters that lost their jobs for this probably had a little help for me to get up and do this. It just, the, the hypocrisy of the last two years just all over is, it's just not a real good look on our society, I don't mm -hmm. think. And so much of that lawsuit is going to hinge on the sincerity of your faith. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I need to post my favorite psalm on Twitter to prove that I have a strong faith in God. I don't know if anybody will even hire me if because of what's being said or what's been done. Media attention is not something an employer looks for when they're hiring a new coach, so I understand that too. But. I just think God will take care of me. Do you think you'll get a chance to coach again? I believe that there will be someone that will want the elements I can bring to a football team. Mm -hmm. I like to think that. I don't think it's going to be, you know, West Coast. I don't know that that's going to happen. And if not, you know, find a new, new goal, new passion, and go and do it. What do you miss the most about coaching? The players, the camaraderie. When you lose just the opportunity to be at that level coaching, you really find out who's really with you. You learn a lot. When you lose it all, you find out who's still there and, and who wants to be associated with you because of who you are as a person, not because of what you are as a coach or how much money you make or anything like that. I mean, it really, circle got, got pretty, pretty narrow. You realize who really cares about you. That's right, that's right. I miss seeing the growth in young men because I believe the game of football um, teaches lessons and gives our young men um, 
a chance to grow in ways you can't pay for in the real world. You can't buy for these situations, these opportunities of growth. This was a age group where I just thought there was a lot of benefit for me. I thought maybe my personality fits the best at this age group. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes next. Last question. Sure. When people hear your story, what do you hope they take away from this? I've made it this far in life trusting my gut. Standing up for what you believe is right is okay to do. The vast majority of my life, I've tried to do the right thing, and um, that for me, it was the right thing this time too. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Thank you for what you did. Hope you enjoyed that episode of Breakaways with Allison Williams. To watch the rest of the series, become a Daily Wire Plus member today at dailywireplus.com.